Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Redmen TV. This is the Daily News Show on Friday the 30th of August. I'm Simon Fletcher. This is... James Redmonds. Um, everyone else is away, so it's fell to us to, to do it for you. Um, so we're going to be reacting. Jürgen Klopp's just done his press conference. We've just watched there ahead of Burnley. We'll have a little chat about the Burnley game in a bit. But first of all, last night was the Champions League draw. It was. Uh, Liverpool got Napoli, Salzburg and Genk. What are you thinking about that? Do you know what? I think that's actually quite a quite a positive group stage. Obviously, the, the big factor in there is, is about Napoli and the fact that we played the game again. I think you told me something before we went on this. Like It would have been six times we played them. It will be, yeah. yeah in, in, in the last two years. Yeah, six times in about 18 months. We've yeah. got, obviously, the four Champions League games and then two friendlies that have yeah. become a bit of a, a common opponent for us. Yeah. Um, in terms of the Napoli one, I'd rather have not got them. I think it's partly it's a difficult game, partly yeah. it's just a bit boring playing the same team that you've played that you've played. As I said, quite a lot in the last year or so. Yeah. But the rest of the group, I'm pleased with the two teams that we on paper we should be beating them home and away. And it's all, a group where we should we should be definitely going through. Yeah, like, well, well, yeah, we should be going through top top of yeah, the group. Yeah, top, top of it. But at the very very least, if, yeah. if there's going to be any disasters going on, obviously let's hope that I'm sure there won't be. Let's hope there's not. But say worst come to worst, there was then that you should expect them to finish second at the very least because that's a, that's an easy. Game. Yeah, well, we did we actually did a draw reaction over on the RedmenTV.com. So it was about a 20 25 minute show where Chris, uh, Jack, and James Sutton. Uh, spoke about spoke about the draw and he was saying and James was actually saying he wants us to go through with eighteen points. He wants us to win every single uh, game in I this group to. and I'd I would i would like that. But I think the main thing for me is we saw what happened last year when we were going to like PSG away and Napoli away and play playing these tough games. Yeah. All the whilst we were playing like I remember we we drew against Arsenal in the league, we drew mm -hmm. against Chelsea in the league, we drew against City at Anfield and we yeah. just looked like knackered at that City Anfield game. Hopefully, the fact we've got these easier games, we'll be able to put a little bit more impetus into the Premier League ones, and I think that could be massive. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. I couldn't have probably. That's like that's the way you've got to look at it in all situations. You've got to worry about the amount of games you've got. You've got to worry about the squad depth that you've got for those games. And to be honest, looking at these group stages, at least now. Obviously, they will be difficult. Like even even the Salzburgs and the Genks, they'll be difficult because they'll want to bring it to yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least that allows a few. You know, we're talking about who's our first choice centre back. At least this will allow a game for like Dejan Lovren to yeah. come in somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Shakiri. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I, think, players I, th like that. I think it will. Obviously, the games come thick and fast. But if you want more reaction to that, as I said, go over to the RedmenTV.com. It was a really good reaction show straight after the draw with the three of them giving the thoughts on how they reckon the the group will go. But the other big thing that happened at the draw last night. 
Virgil van Dijk is the, the best player in Europe for the last season and it's well deserved, isn't it? Honestly, he's, the, I think he gets that because of how influential he's, he's been to our team. And I think he gets it because, not only because he won the Champions League, obviously that was a big factor of it, but you see the leadership that he displays on the pitch, you see the leadership that he, that he just shows and he comes up against all these belter players like Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. That's who he had to face yeah. in the Champions League last year. He had to face some top-class players and you know what, he had every single one of them in, the, in his back pocket. Well, there's a little picture of him with the trophy there. Lovely, isn't it's that a bit gorgeous? of a mad trophy, isn't it? I can't really it's work crazy, it. It's crazy, like it looks. It looks like it looks a bit deformed. I don't know. Why, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why they've cut their arms off halfway down. But I'm sure it's one that'll be going on his mantelpiece, and he'll 100%. be proud. But Van uh, Klopp said Klopp was asked about it in the press conference just now. He said <coughs> Verge is a really world class centre half. It was a big day for Verge, Ali, and for LFC as well. But. I think the fact that he was kind of trying to take the pressure off Van Dijk a little bit, I don't think he wanted to big him up too much. Yeah. And he also said, well, look, Van Dijk's getting getting um, all the praise here. Yeah. But Alisson won the best goalkeeper in the tournament. And again, that that was well-deserved, wasn't Alisson, it? Alisson is one of them players that I, I do think he gets overlooked just because of the players that he plays behind. Of, you know, you know, yeah. you have Van Dijk in front of him and he gets all the praise. But you've got to understand, though, Alisson had a season where he probably should have been called the best player in the world. In a way, last year. Yeah. Last season, he was definitely the best goalkeeper. But even in terms of how he influences the team, he, he's, he's amazing. Got all these golden boots for his national team. Got it for the Premier League. Got it for the Champions yeah. League. You know, he, he won the, the the goalkeeper of the year in the Champions League. He's just a brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the season he's had, he, he he's probably as a, as a goalkeeper had the better season than that in a long time. Obviously, he wins the Champions League with Liverpool. Not only does he win the Champions League, if it weren't for him and that save against well, Napoli, the match in the enough, yeah, well, Napoli, but then he's man of the match in the final there as well, go. isn't he? he? Just the difference he's made in, to the team is unbelievable. And yeah. the fact, I was going to say, the fact that he went to Copa America with Brazil as well. Um, but then Klopp was then asked about his injury and he went on to say how it always is with professional sportsmen. When you have a muscle thing and it takes long, then it can take a while as well until you can bring the muscle to at least the same level it was before. Yeah. A calf muscle is pretty important for jumping and for a goalie it's quite important that you can jump from time to time. So it will take time. But thank God and hopefully it stays like this. We have a fit Adrian in the back and now in charge, which is good. So far, I'm really happy with everything I saw. So it doesn't look like Alisson's going to be back anytime soon. And I think the fact that I don't think the club are particularly are particularly sure when that's going to be. That tells me that it's still it's still going to be a while off. Yeah, it will it will be a while, and it obviously is a big miss. But um, listen, you've got to look at what we do have, and obviously missing at Allison is is a big loss. But I'd rather him come back a hundred percent in the same goalkeeper, if not better than what we had him before, than bringing him back too early, not being able to fulfil his full potential of the game. You know, you mentioned about the jumping and stuff like that. If he comes out for a cross and fails to catch it, that's a mistake. That's confidence knocked off, and that can lead to further more, a few more. So I'd rather him come back a hundred percent, and I'm happy with Adrian in goal as well. Yeah, what Klopp said on Adrian there, he said he's a good guy, which is important, but most importantly, of course, he can catch balls and that's good as well. Yeah. The solution we've found for it's really good, but of course, it'd be better if Ali was around, but that will still take some time. So Klopp's not... to Adrian is a good ball catcher. But, but, yeah, <laughs> but Klopp's not beating around the bush there. He's not saying, he's not saying yet... Um, when Alisson's fifth, Adrian's going to be the goalie. Mm. It, and, and Adrian knows that. Everyone knows full well that when you've got the best goalkeeper in the world to come back, yeah. then Adrian is going to be going up the side. If, but if it, I was 33 and I, I had been playing for West Ham for uh, uh, many years and then got offered to join Liverpool, 
I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even if it was to sit on the bench, he'll be getting paid good money. He's already had the biggest game of his career for Liverpool already. Yeah. And he's done, he's done a good job, man. But yeah, as I say, fingers crossed that Alisson does come back sooner rather than later. Let's, let's just hope the physios do the bit. And so yeah. he was asked a couple of times about centre-back situations. So he said... He was first actually asked about whether Matip and Gomez, whether Gomez will be coming into the side. Um, and he said something interesting. He said, we need them all. This isn't the moment for a lot of changes, but after the international break, that will change completely. And so I think what he's saying is, uh, we were actually looking at the fixtures. The Champions League comes back and MK Don's away in the League Cup. We're going to start playing two games a week. And so yeah. that's that's when... Um, the likes of your Gomez's and even your Lovren's are going to start coming into the side. And at the minute, Matip's playing a game a week. He's not getting tired. He's playing very well. It's hard to put, it's hard to push him out of the side. But he's but he's saying he will have been saying this. I'm sure behind the scenes as well. That don't you worry that you're not getting into the team at the minute. Your chance is going to come. Just just wait for it. Don't don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you've got to look at these players. And you know, I mentioned it briefly before but Gomez and Lovren especially Dejan Lovren itself you think about these games coming up this is why I always thought him being linked with Roma and potentially moving there I thought that was just a bit funny to me because yeah. you, you need a player like that for these type of you situations and, and you know when you're coming up against in the Champions League because I actually want to do well in the League Cup this year I actually want to do well in the so FA I. Cup so um, I, I, I always do but especially now seeing previous you know, years on how we've done in them competitions, not too well. You need players like Dejan Lovren to be able to come in and do a job, and that's what exactly what he, Gomez, and Matip can do. But yeah. I think Matip is just above them both in the pecking order. One hundred. Yeah, well, well, he's, the form he's been in in the last, in, well, since December, really, since Gomez got injured, he's been fantastic. Yeah. And 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 it'd be unfair on him to to, to drop him off the side just to yeah. try and get some other centre back some games. But an interesting one on this, I haven't actually got the quote up on the screen, so I'll be mm -hmm. paraphrasing. But he was asked about Lovren. He said, "Look, we had the same." We had this exact same set of centre backs last season, yeah. and I still had to play uh, Fabinho at centre back in the yeah. Champions League at home against Bayern Munich because we had uh, Van Dijk was suspended and the other two were injured. Yeah. We had we, we obviously saw that shit show uh, uh, in the FA Cup at Wolves when it ends up being Fabinho and Hoover playing. Said who a sixteen year old yeah. Hoover makes his debut because Lovren gets injured after a few minutes. Yeah. Best so, to be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and I think basically because he asked, is there still a chance that Lovren's going to be going and. Without saying that, his answer was basically, yeah, there's no chance because even though we had four centre-backs, we still had these situations last year. And so there's going to be times when we need Dejan, so so, so he's not going. Yeah. And I don't know if it's gone through, but it looks like Roman are getting Chris Smalling anyway. Which, Low and deal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, OK, Bobby Duncan then. So I don't think you spoke about the situation on your shows just briefly because no. we haven't got too much time. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on this? He's young, isn't he? I mean, at the end of the day, it, it can happen, and I feel like too much media attention is put on youngsters nowadays, especially players like Bobby Duncan, who's only playing for the academy. Um, obviously, there's been other controversial stuff, but I just hope the the best solution that comes out of it is for him and the club. I can't be bothered with any anything in between coming between us and affecting too much. Yeah, so Klopp was asked about it in the press conference and he said, look, the club's had an official statement, from, so I'm not, I'm not going to say too much. And I think he actually said, because English isn't my first language, I'm worried that I'll say, say the wrong word and yeah. then it'll be turned into a headline, basically. Yeah. But, he did, but he did say this, uh, we really, really care about our young players and, and Bobby's one. And I think he, he was trying to debunk what, what Bobby's agent had said, basically. And I think he was trying to say, Look, we do care about Bobby Duncan, and and he sounded quite offended and quite hurt that that the agent said this to him and Michael Edwards and the club in general when treating the the young players properly. 
because it, we've seen that the Klopp is willing to bring the young players into the side. You've seen how happy he is when young players do well. Yeah. And so I think it, it, it's probably upsetting quite a bit to have his name his name and the club's name being dragged through the mud a little bit by this. No, it has. And you've got to think as well, the academy is such an important part of every football club. And the fact stuff like this comes out, it, it puts young, other young players off. Yeah. They'll be like, you know what, I don't want... So this is why this should have been done behind closed doors. And, you know, the, I think his agent has gone around it the wrong way. I, I don't, I'm not going to blame the player at all because he can only do what his agents told him. Um, but it's just a, it's just a crazy situation. As soon as this came out a, a couple of days ago, I think everyone was just baffled. It's not often you see something like this... Like, Especially, we know that Liverpool have liked to do things behind closed doors, especially in the last, in, in recent years. Yeah. And to have Sutton come out like this, it, it, it was just, as I say, it was a bit mad. But then he got asked a bit later on, not about Duncan specifically, but about the, the way the, the academy is managed. And he said, the young player has all the benefits. The problem they could have is losing patience. You have to make it step by step. Have patience in a, in a, have patience in a football way, not just waiting around, but being ready, training the right way. I think what he's saying there, and if you read between the lines, he's saying, what, what does Bobby Duncan expect? He's not going to be playing first-team football for us. You've got Rian Brewster, who hasn't even made the bench this season, I don't think. Shaqiri, hasn't, Shaqiri I don't know if he's been on the pitch in, in the Premier League, certainly no. this season. Origi's not starting, and these are established professional. Obviously, Brewster's a young player, but he's ahead of Duncan in but the back and all. Like he's played for Bayern Munich and Inter. Yeah, you've got, established, you've got established professionals who score goals yeah. in, 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 in huge games for us, yeah. who aren't getting near the team at the minute. So what does what does Duncan expect? Listen, if he feels like he's good enough for our first team at the minute and he's not getting that game time, then go. But say, I want to leave because I'm not yeah. getting first team football. Yeah. Everyone will laugh at you because they'll know why you're not getting first team football. But at least don't be trying to do it yeah. like this. And I don't like this is why I don't like his agent because he's done this in such a wrong yeah. way that he's dragging Liverpool's name through yeah. the mud, and it's disgusting, quite frankly. But I think I, I think that's quite a good message from Klopp there to to, to say that says all the right things, doesn't he? Yeah, and 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 so he's saying it without actually saying Duncan's name at this point. Yeah, he, he's basically saying, look, just wait a bit, and you'll and and you'll get what you want if you if you behave properly, which which at the minute he yeah. hasn't. But and yes, this is disgusting for me. So and, so yesterday. After all, after all, this is kicked off. To be honest, I'm not a hundred percent sure how, how real this is because I've only seen screenshots. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. It, it, it could be fake. Could. But but this is apparently what he posted yesterday, and then deleted pretty pretty sharpish, saying I just want to play football. And again, he's he's doing this the wrong way. If if he's posted this. Because he's already seen he's the kick off. The, yeah. the, the, he, he deleted the, the original statement. His agents deleted his Twitter account. And then if he's to come back out and just stare the fires again, basically. It, there's just it, no need for stuff like this. No. There's, like, come on. Like, I know he's young and he can make mistakes and stuff like that. But you remember the whole thing with Sterling and you remember the situation with that. Like, come on. There's a way of going about yeah. it. There's actually people in, within the club you can talk to about this. Don't need to come out and try and make it public. Just try and make it a big deal. He's young. And the thing is, though, he, he isn't on the level that Sterling was at the point no. where he wanted to leave no. the club. He's got to be very careful with how he, he treads on water. Well, well as I say, if he's trying to get away from Liverpool, then acting like this isn't going to make clubs look at him and think, yeah, that's a player we want on the books. Yeah. They're, they're going to think he's a troublemaker. He's his agent a troublemaker. Whether he, it, and he, to be honest, I think he'd be quite stupid to stay, to stay with his agent from yeah. here on in. But they're going to look at the same thing. Oh, he's easily led. Oh, he causes trouble. That's oh, where it starts. He, he throws his toys out the pram if he, if he doesn't get what he wants. 
and and so it, nothing in the last few days has has helped his career go forward. And the way it's, and it's, thing, a shame it's he's obviously a talented him. footballer. Yeah. yeah, it's affecting him. It's not affecting the agents. The, the no. agents are still going to get paid. He's yeah. still going to get new clients. Whereas Bobby Duncan, this affects him. This is going to be remembered. He's still going to be over to send voice notes to young girls on Instagram <laughs> about who are on But um, nah, listen, it, it, it happens. You know what I mean? It goes down. And Bobby Duncan, he's a good footballer, but he just needs to realise he. he He's, he's, he's acting a bit too big for his boots. Yeah. But I think that's largely a part because of his agent. It is, it is. And then, just lastly then, a player we just mentioned, Shaqiri, he, he was asked about him because he obviously hasn't really had much of a chance at the minute. Yeah. And I was quite pleased with the response, to be honest. We were speaking about him on the build-up show, weren't we, for yeah. the Burnley game about Shaqiri. And I was saying, is there something going on between him and Klopp? But this, um, this quote from him, he was asked, he said, brilliant, he's training well, that's probably the hardest period for players, so he's talking about these these early weeks when you're only playing one game yeah. a week and you're trying to get a settled team, you're just trying to grind out results, yeah. that's probably the hardest period for players. He had an injury in training, Shaq doesn't have to improve or show anything special, we will need him, he knows that. Is he the happiest player in the squad? No, but he's not showing that by the way he's training and... I'm glad to see that because there is going to be time this season that we're going to need Shaqiri to step up and we know that he can score big goals. We know that he can be an exciting player on the pitch. We know that he fits fairly well into the side as well. And so I'm glad that, I'm glad the club's behind him and, and hopefully we see him this playing is exactly, well soon. This is exactly what I needed. I just needed some clarity on what, what position Shaqiri was in because even I didn't know and I'm sure pretty much every other Liverpool fan didn't. Whereas now we've got more fixtures coming in soon. We'll have the League Cup, we'll have the Champions League. These will be the perfect type of games. Again, you look at them Salzburg and you look at them gang fixtures, they are the ones where, at the end of the day, you're going to need a Shaqiri in that game because he, can, he yeah. has that quality to be able to take past at least their defenders. So, yeah, it's not Salah, it's not Mane, but Shaqiri's still a very good player and you need him for them type of games. Very, very, very true. And so, just lastly then, I want to take you over to the website. I've spoken about it before. There's the Champions League group stage draw that I was talking about. We've got articles on there. We had Emma Sanders in to do a newsroom yesterday. That was really good. In-depth chat about Bobby Duncan's agent and then everything else that's going on. Um, got build-up shows, as I say, loads of articles, loads of interviews going going all the way back. So we've got Jürgen Klopp interview, Kenny Dalglish interview, uh -huh. Henderson Chamberlain. There's a nice little clip out of that that I was showing James Early. That'll probably be on the Redmen TV YouTube over the next week or two. Definitely try and watch that video. Paul I and Chris, the yeah. it was funny, Paul and Chris went over to Rome to interview Lucas Leibert. There's absolutely all sorts on there. Every week, loads of shows. We've got podcasts, so you can put them on your phone, download them, take them with you, put them in your iTunes podcast app. All of that stuff. For just uh, 500 pence a month. 500 pence a month. <laughs> the price of a pint. Yeah, you get your first month free. So you can watch it. Go and watch this Jürgen Klopp interview. It's fantastic. And then if you, if, you, if you don't think it's for you, then you can just cancel it. Then that's that. But we think you will like it. Look, you can see here video, podcasts, written, all these different types of shows that are going on. So all the time, it's really good. We work very hard, isn't it? Um, so... Thanks very much for watching. This is the first time I've hosted one of these, so hopefully, well done, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed <laughs> it. And um, we'll see you next week for more news, hopefully after another three points against Burnley.